Welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode, double episode of Misfits. This is season three, episodes five and six. Before we do jump into uh, what I felt about these two episodes, just throwing it out there right now in case you're here. I have a lot of children at my house right now. It is my turn to take the all the grandbabies, but they're not my grandbabies, they're my mom's. <laughs> and technically, I guess they're my nieces and nephews. I know someone's like, technically, don't you mean yes? Eh, when I feel like claiming them. But they are having a ball doing a sleepover, so I have to find where I can fit it in to record. And this has been the quiet it, it has been thus far. So here we go. These were not my favorite episodes of the season. Actually, I rated them very low. Episode 5, which premiered November 27th of 2001, I rated as a 6.2 out of 10. I really wasn't completely fond of this episode, mainly because I was following a character and a character arc I didn't care that much about. And everything else was kind of, you know, wavering. Considering there's a John Brown that was involved in both episodes, because the story was by Howard Overman, but it was written and the story was co-written by John Brown, directed by Will St. Clair. Seth comes to the community center to ask Kelly for a drink, but before he can, he is spotted by the boys, Curtis, Rudy, and Simon who wonder if he is there to take their powers. So Rudy decides to sucker punch him, thinking that would do the trick until he's tackled to the ground by Seth. It's like I made a mistake. For community service, they have to garden at this hospital. And at the hospital, a coma patient codes after her man can't see her in this position anymore because he loves her but it's clear she's brain dead or maybe not brain dead but she can't come out of the vegetative vegetative state that she is in nobody heard them alarms going off because the bathroom's right next door which is also very weird never saw that in a american hospital <laughs> usually the bathrooms are nowhere near the actual rooms but disregarding all of that kelly comes in to talk to said comatose patient like she can hear her and for her efforts this girl switches bodies with her named jen and jen is really not it i i guess i was supposed to feel sorry for her because she's desperate she wants to hold on to life but do you really want to do it at the expense of someone else's life i felt her her desires were were valid however the way she went about it was awful and if you could body swap with one person why didn't you think to body swap with someone else that may well never mind she died in the end so there was nothing to be done for anyone (laughs) but maybe another dying patient that was i don't know what i'm saying is i wanted to connect with this story arc but i did not rudy is going to anger management counseling and we meet another off character that am i supposed to care about this person it was it me or did it feel like she was the ex-girlfriend of sean because sean gave a really weird look but he could also just be sean now rudy was a very focal point and i have defended him in the past but these two episodes i think were probably the worst representation of the character although we got some things with him 
like really some emotional stuff in the next episode which is a little bit better it still was kind of he hadn't quite found his balance yet and to be quite frank i think he doesn't find it until season four and then he really owns it in season five with rudy so i think knowing how his story progresses makes it a little bit more tolerable but i know me and shy go back and forth about rudy and his personality and uh, about nathan because she was a big nathan fan but in this if she in her feedback i haven't listened to it yet <laughs> she's trashing it at rudy in these two episodes i i'm kind of with you so i mean i just didn't find his humor as humorous as even i found it in the last um five four episodes previous this is not a strong suit for him which is kind of sad because they were giving him more material but we do learn that he broke up with his girlfriend he tries to very much diminish her by saying she had a webbed foot and all this and that and the other thing but she started saying some personal personal things he swore he wasn't upset by it and then the his rudy too came out and trashed her car and i'm kind of thinking that's the opposite i think he totally trashed the car because rudy is the sensitive part of his personality that he rather keeps hidden inside of him and that's why he doesn't like when he is outside of his body so there's some good material here it just was ruined by a lot of the dialogue and i'm not sure if i can blame that completely on the character of rudy or even so much on the actor joe gilgun as much as the the dialogue it was just clunky in this episode and in the next one he's a bedwetter or had been a bedwetter she says this is something that leads to anger issues in adults because it's something that's humiliating we have had that mention before that he had wet the bed when he and himself are talking there's something going on with rudy that's a lot more and i think it's interesting that they finally bring in the idea of rehabilitation more so than these are repeat offenders they're just doing stuff that they could stop doing at any time but it feels as if with rudy there is a deep psychological issue or more of a psychological issue going on with him so i like that part rudy too is really into the into the therapy and wants to wants to continue on because she's finding out some really good things about us but he does not like that rudy too is falling into this so he's left the loiter around he runs into claire who clearly has broken up with her boyfriend and he's like let me talk to you about it and then the two end up having sex she takes his v card <laughs> and it's kind of sad though when he was talking to was it kelly i think it was kelly about it saying that you know i really liked her we laid there it was nice and with rudy i don't get that he just he's out the door before his condom comes off and we see that in the next episode exactly how he treats sex but it's a defense mechanism for him and it's kind of the opposite where nathan couldn't seem to get a girl and rudy despite how ridiculous he is has a way of charming women who like him but he doesn't involve himself you know emotionally because he'd rather be a dick than have his own feelings be crushed 
the only significance of this story is rudy is insecure selfish and not a great person but rudy too shows that he is a better version of him and it's he has the capability of being that better person but i think that this story is interesting because they're talking about anger and while i don't see a lot of anger in rudy or rudy too i'm kind of wondering where this uh this anger part of his personality because we haven't seen it very often kelly's art consisted mainly of her trying to uh well i guess the girl jen trying to convince dom that this this is okay we can steal this person's body and we'll be together and everything will be fine her choosing to have sex with someone else using someone else's body just a whole lot of just wrong in there but she's thinking this is someone i love and he loves me and i'm here my essence is here but in the end he's like it's not the same and when he when she wakes after they have sex he's right back at the hospital looking at her because that's that's where you are rather you want to be someone else or that you're in someone else's body or not that's a lot for to ask for someone (laughs) and he feels bad and so they get into a fight at the hospital where they argue and he's like i don't think i want this whatsoever alicia and simon are straight up ready to box anyone touching their friends i like that like they was in the background just watching like i don't know what this is but i'm not gonna interrupt oh you putting hands hold on get the fuck up off of her you see simon he got a bright up in his face that's not the simon we used to know i'm so proud of him the best part of this episode is when rudy was like oh it's like that movie face off and simon's like no they had surgery to look like the other this is more like freaky friday she's like who who cares why are y'all having a movie debate the sad thing also is that we lose sean sean gets shanked by kelly they're always killing their probation workers they have to watch him bleed out and die because they can't call the ambulance because how are they supposed to explain that kelly didn't really kill this guy that it was some woman who's technically dead at the end so they have to bury one more probation worker i love how casual they are about it though he was like uh can we borrow your boyfriend's bmw so we can bury the (laughs) bury the probation worker we don't want to use his car Uh, kelly and seth finally become a thing alicia busts curtis wanking it by himself in the place that everyone has sex in the community center and she's like were you wanking no well what if i was and he does it by turning into a girl which i'm not hating on him that's your body you do what you want in there it was funny when simon came in it was like wait a minute were you wanking <laughs> he's like oh fuck man everybody just bust me doing this and then he looks over at alicia and he's like um she's like what what are you doing in here <laughs> you thought i was just watching him wank off well you used to okay i'm out is this too weird it was weird when i did it and it's still weird so i don't even want to talk about it episode six of season three was also written by uh john brown story by john brown and howard overman directed by jonathan van tulliken this premiered november 4th of 2011 I gave this episode a 6.7 out of 10. I said I liked it a little better, but not quite uh, a lot more so. In this episode, it primarily focused around the fact that Rudy 
got a super powered std that simon saw in the future would cause his dick to fall off and then it would be squished by someone stepping on it and this is all the result of the fact that he slept with a woman and didn't intend to call her the next day now i am all about female rights however you can't get a man to promise to call you the next day when a he's drunk b you want to have sex talking about oh i don't want to have sex if we're not going to be more than what we then don't start having sex when you're drunk because that's the first part of the equation like, like i don't know there's something about that maybe you should make better choices if you want these men to treat you with respect i get what she's saying but at the same time you also are tr- patrolling the wrong area to find yourself a reliable man and then it it's the journey of finding who gave them the std and ultimately as he confronts his rudy 2 personality and they end up getting arrested because he showed his penis to the little girl by accident because he actually thought that fucking her again was gonna take the curse away versus anything else because he's stupid and he ends up you know admitting the fact that he's an insecure man which allows for her to remove the curse and he does actually recall her name and this is something that rudy has done very often so this was a lesson for him to stop being a slut and sleeping with women and not showing them the respect that they deserve but at the same time i don't know if she was the right one to teach him that lesson rudy though every time he gets excited for an ice cream truck holy mother it's an ice cream truck that was adorably funny because everybody was like i don't hear it he's like oh no i hear it i hear it from a mile away he's like i want sauce and nuts the woman at the ice cream truck her name is hannah oh i always mess it up hannah joel kenneman something to that effect she was in killjoys she was in ant-man she's gotten herself because she was in black mirror her career is rising and look where she started she's like i follow on the bottom now i'm ill thank god for simon though because if it wasn't for simon he would not have completed any of his tasks and what once again i think for some reason just this small little thing the to separate nathan from rudy is that at the end he's like thank you and that's not something i think i would ever hear nathan say and so he gets another point in my book because i hate the fact that simon gets bullied all the time or he it felt as if the first two seasons it was open on bullying simon which i didn't love and i'm not saying that rudy doesn't pick on him sometimes but he also balances it out curtis tells alicia over some table football that he's randomly changing which he had did before he doesn't know why it is funny that rudy and curtis and his female side (laughs) has been intimate so they're just walking and talking and he's like um i'm just saying you look really good today like even when he is a she rudy does not give a fuck he's like oh you fine when you're a girl and uh, i can never get tired of looking at that ass and curtis turns back into himself and he's like oh is that right he's like oh you gotta warn me about that 
Curtis finds out when he is like, my tits are really sore. I don't know what's wrong that he is pregnant. Alicia promises not to tell anyone, but that's very short lived because they need to figure out who's the father. They think it might be the coach guy, but no, then they think it's Rudy. And that was hilarious <laughs> to call him and be like, did you, you fucking knock me up? He's like, what? no 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 i just licked your pussy that was about it then we find out that curtis impregnated himself because he was switching back and forth between being a man and a woman and would clean himself up with his nasty ass condom whites that's that's a whole lot of just filthy that's filthy Seth thinks that Kelly is pregnant after the first time. Why are men so stupid? You just had sex. You talk about I found a little thing in it. Are you pregnant? Or was he thinking maybe she was pregnant and then had sex with him and was trying to pass the baby off? Maybe that's what he was thinking. I don't know. But he said, are you, if you are, that's fine. That was cute. Curtis then cannot switch back. And that is problematic because he will be stuck as a girl and he needs to have this baby and he does not want to have the baby or think about having the baby and instead of making this was probably one of those episodes that Mimi was thinking why would I not like Curtis as my favorite character it's never that I hated him either I think I've stated that too I need to start repeating myself anywho Curtis in this episode I think made a very crucial mistake because one thing I've I'm learning with these powers or they're meant to do something to help them overcome the situation that they're in he could go back in time he wanted to go back in time and then he made peace with the fact that I am in the present my mistakes are my mistakes and yes it was you know clunky coming back to the present but you know at least he was able to move past that he himself or his actions they need to happen the way they do otherwise he doesn't have a future that he kind of if not doesn't like doesn't hate and in this episode i think he was given that opportunity with another power where you have maybe in that episode where he's learning to be a woman he's learning what it's like to treat someone with respect and that's another faucet to his personality that he can use and then through his own actions once again he makes a mistake and instead of owning that mistake and i'm not saying he had to have the baby but even even um leisha says there are options you know but he didn't even want to make an op he didn't want to make any choice and that's where i think he made a flaw because instead of confronting the situation very much like in the past he decides to try to ignore the responsibility of it and he goes to seth and despite kelly being a mate takes that power to resurrect his ex because he still feels really guilty about shannon and he said he loved her still despite his relationship with kelly he's the one that pursued her and now he will have the power of resurrection which that's a lot and he doesn't confront that whole situation. I mean, he left a female version of himself pregnant and just got rid of that. I don't know how it's going to be in the feedback, but I know how I feel about it. But Simon, knowing what pregnant women should eat, like maybe she should get some biscuits. That was so sweet. I really don't have much in my notes because like I said, 
previously this was not one of my favorites um, or both were not my favorites to really get deep in depth into and there's a lot more I can I can talk about Rudy but this is not the episode I want or episodes I want to talk about him uh, about except for the points that I've already made but I think this is a turning point for the character and I'm glad that they are at least starting to show what's behind the uh <laughs> he says it's a pretty face I'm like um no it's not but he can get him can he not he got the one girl like the really pretty one Masandi, as Mimi said from Game of Thrones but I do believe that if you can make a woman laugh and really laugh even if you're ridiculous you can get them to sleep with you like you could pull all the women in the world and I'm sure comedians know this with their top models so I think I'll leave any additional commentary uh, after we get into the feedback. So let's go. Christina, it's me, Shy. I am here to give my feedback for Misfits. I think this one's episode five and six. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I was supposed to find these episodes funny, hilarious, crazy. I don't know, Eric, but I, I enjoyed these episodes in a weird kind of way. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it, it's, wow. I'll just get into it and <laughs> go from there. Um, episode five was about, um, was about the dead girl, or not the dead girl, the coma girl, um, <laughs> and uh her body swapping with Kelly the only thing I will say I mean even though this episode was funny in the most stupid way I mean I just I don't know I don't know if I needed a good laugh and this episode just provided it or what but the only thing I will say before I get started on all the shenanigans is why in the world would Kelly go into some random person's room in hospital room and touch some random woman asking is she all right like if you are concerned like go get a doctor like what are you supposed to do the lady looks like she's either you know there's something going on with her it's like uh, yeah that's the only part that didn't make sense that whole I felt that was a bit contrived you know the part about her getting the the power or the the body swapping part but once that happened I mean this episode was just <laughs> so crazy <laughs> so I was like what in the hell am I watching so um anyways so the coma girl Jennifer I think that was her name um swaps with Kelly and then tries to get back to her life with her boyfriend Dom and 
in the beginning, you know, Dom was, you know, he was trying to navigate what was happening once she confessed that that was really her and not her friend. The, the, is that, were they married? girlfriend I don't know anyway Jennifer's friend that no I'm really Jennifer and I'm her spirit I've inhabited um this girl's body so we can be together and so you know originally Don was on board and then that went downhill fast you know Don wasn't really feeling it even though she had the spirit of Jen he she was not that's not Jen like it wasn't and then of course then he's asking her like what about the you know Kelly and she's basically like I don't give a shit you know it's I want to be with you and this is the only way so she's just gonna have to you know <laughs> live and live out her life that way and so of course Dom is not feeling that you know you're not my girlfriend or that's not what Jen is about so I will say that, you know, and, and that's the one thing I will say about this show that they have is a habit of like people like turning cray cray quick because I'm like, I, from what it, I understand, Jen, Jennifer was a nice, you know, loving girlfriend slash wife or whatever. I don't, again, I don't know if they were married and now she's this murderous, crazy, all over the place person once she couldn't be with Dom so that was like okay <laughs> why do people resort to murder <laughs> in this show I was like there's there's no middle ground here there's no you know beat somebody up maybe or something like we we just go to murder when things don't work out so I'll get to that in a second anyway um so I thought that was uh crazy so they realized that you know the gang realized that kelly is not kelly um and, <laughs> and then that's the only thing i was that's another thing i will say like how do they know if that was the the room like don't all the rooms look the same like they just knew for sure that that was a room when they went to the hospital and they saw the the mom come out she was in the hallway they didn't see her come out of her room so that was weird that they knew what room to go to but we'll let that go um and so of course alicia using her powers had realized that kelly was in the hospital and then realized that this woman's that this woman kelly was in this woman's body and uh and then the guy seth so is it the social worker comes in there and says, you know, who are you? I'm her brother. And then she pulls him aside. And I'm like, this is not realistic. I mean, maybe you could talk more about this than I can. But I know HIPAA and all kinds of stuff. This is like HIPAA. And that's what, that. I will say that I'm going to say that later on for the other one as well, the therapist. I'm like, what the hell is this? This unprofessional behavior that they're showing. There's no way that you're just going to pull some strange dude that says um, her brother and then just start telling the information. Like, you don't know him. <laughs> like, why would you tell him that we're pulling the plug and all that stuff? I'm like, nah, dog. That's not realistic how that goes down. Um, anyway, but she did tell, she tells Seth that they're pulling the plug and they realize if they do that with the Kelly's still in the body 
and Kelly's gonna die. So what ensues from there had me dying. I was I like from start to finish, I was like, what are they gonna do? Of course they use Rudy as this <laughs> as a distraction. He's a the fast talker, gets the nurse to do whatever, and then they start <laughs> escaping with the body. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so stupid. I'm like, there's no way this would go down like this in a real, real capacity. But of course, we'll allow it for this show. And so they're like getting, (laughs) rolling her down the hall, Seth and uh, Simon. And I love Simon's expressions. (laughs) He be cracking me up with how he be acting. Um, They rattle her down these stairs and... (laughs) the thing the alarm goes off they plug that back in i'm like how is the alarm not going off if it's not plugged into the machine i guess residual batteries from but i don't know but anyway it it, let's go with it roll her out then they open the alarm and it's like okay (laughs) the alarm goes off of course nobody's coming they get her they get the car then i'm like how the hell are they gonna put all this stuff in the car but somehow I'm not even (laughs) I'm not even (laughs) questioning anything I was just I mean I have questioned it but I I don't it's too funny I'm just going with it so they get in the car (laughs) car then stupid Rudy gets has to get in the car so he squeezes in the front I'm like this is so stupid I'm sorry. Again, I, I just I, I needed a good laugh. So this this whole sequence of events was just so ridiculous. They get her into the community center and I'm like, why do they always bring I'm like doesn't um Seth have a place? <laughs> um, his little office. They they can't they bring her there, but no, they gotta bring her to the community center because that's where everything goes down. And they get Kelly there, who, I mean, it was just, it was so much that went on in this episode. On Then there's that, and then there's the, um, the, um, the therapist. And I'm like, this is so unethical. <laughs> when, I mean, you just met Rudy, and you just took him on as a client. And then, because you're crying over whatever you're crying about, you're going to sleep with him. I'm like, that's so unethical and unprofessional. Like, that's... <laughs> and then, of course, series of un- series of crazy events ensue because it was the sensitive Rudy, not the other Rudy. And then she jerks him off the next day and the other Rudy. <laughs> and sensitive Rudy is like, oh, that's my girlfriend. I'm like, dude, it's been a whole day. How is she your girlfriend already? How are you in love already <laughs> but he he that's how he is he falls fast what can I say and so yeah and then that whole thing happens and that that I thought that was crazy I'm like why this woman needs her own therapist how's she gonna be <laughs> treating somebody else when she sounds like a train wreck but anyway <clears throat> like I said they bring her Jen to the community center they get Kelly there and they get them to swap bodies and they get Dom there and they pull the plug on Jen and you know R.I.P. Jen but here's my thing what the hell what is going on with them and these probation officers these probation workers 
they killed poor Sean or Jen. That's what I'm saying about Jen. Like, how she go from a sweet, you know, whatever she was, girl, to a murderer? Like, what the hell? So, um, so they killed well Jennifer and Kelly's body kills Sean and so he's out at R.I.P. Sean so that's probation worker number three (laughs) that fights the dust and I would think at some point there would be some suspicion over these probation officers being missing or just disappearing off the face of the earth but that's neither here nor there so that was a little sad watching Sean I mean I wasn't he wasn't my favorite character, but it was a little sad, you know, poor, poor guy, he didn't deserve that, so there's that, and then we go into episode six, which is another stupid, dumb episode that I enjoyed and was just laughing hysterically, because Rudy is dumb, so yeah, I mean, see, as these episodes have progressed, I will say that Nathan, I mean, Rudy is a lot more tolerable than Nathan because even though Rudy is still obnoxious and inappropriate and all that good stuff, but yeah, it's uh, and nasty and gross. He's just not at the level of Nathan. Um, and somehow he just manages to be able to get the girl, you know, no matter how obnoxious and inappropriate he is he ended up being able to sleep with um sleep with women and that was the issue in this one he's supposed to learn his lesson about you know wham bam thank you ma'ams and not calling girls back so he finally got one that was just like his sensitive side said it's gonna catch up to you and it definitely did in this one uh he slept with some girl and didn't and then, I mean, and it's like, why even be a dick about it right then and there? You know, it's like, that is so rude. You're just going to sleep with the girl and then, you know, say those uh, rude things to her it's right after, after you just told her, oh, no, I'm going to call you. I'm going to do whatever. Yes, we know guys say whatever they need to say to get in your pants and then. They do the exact opposite once they're done. And that's the thing about her. Leah, is that her name? I thought she was dumb. Like, how are you going to... What were you expecting, chick? You know, you meet some guy at a party. Y'all are drinking. Y'all are drunk. And then you expect him to confess his undying love to you in that moment. I'm like, that that didn't make any sense. Her whole rationale um, didn't make any sense. Cause it's like, girl, can you can you not? You're not gonna get some guy to commit to you after you spread your legs at some party and you don't even know his name. So that was ridiculous. That whole premise felt that was contrived. But everything after that was funny. I, yeah. So I forgive it for the stupidity. Um, Kelly cracked me up. They're so casual, but it's like blase now to them. As she was telling Seth, you know, they were making out in the car. And, of course, Rudy interrupted. And she's like, yeah, I better go in there. They always send a new probation officer after we killed the <laughs> killed the, you know, the old one. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, just like that. Like, yeah, we tend to, you know, this is going to be our fourth one. We tend to kill our probation officers around here. 
So that was funny. And then we have Rudy finding out that the girl cast a spell on him and that his little pecker is going to fall off <laughs> after Simon gets a premonition of the future or, or no, a vision of the future, I should say, um, that reveals that, yes, his little pecker is going to fall off <laughs> thanks to him sleeping with some girl, some random girl. And then that's when the... The shenanigans gets rolling with them trying to figure out, thanks to his obnoxiousness, he didn't know who the girl's name, he did get her number, it was on a piece of paper, he had ripped it up, they had to go rip it up, um, I mean, they had to go and get it and put it, try to put it back together, they didn't get all the numbers, of course, Simon letting Rudy know about what was going to happen to him was hilarious. Um, Rudy's reaction to that was hilarious I should say (laughs) and then I'm like the only thing Rudy can remember was ankles collar and bones and what did he say bricks ready bricks I don't even know what that means but anyway so can't remember the girls that he was speaking to that so him and Simon go on their little investigation to try to find this girl meanwhile Curtis and I don't even I'm not even trying to pretend to understand the science of what the hell I don't I I can't that is not possible I'm sorry (laughs) I mean I hear what they're saying but you're not gonna get me to believe that Curtis got himself pregnant in that way it's not gonna happen um I don't need to be a doctor I don't need to be any of that any in the medical field whatsoever there's no way that he got himself pregnant. I thought that was, I mean, I just, it was, <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. I'm like flabbergasted that they went there. Um, so, of course, we have that story of Curtis realizing he's pregnant and then he gets stuck as male. Um, what else? And. Rudy and Simon's attempts to find this girl I thought was hilarious all this stuff and and again Simon his reaction to Rudy (laughs) at every turn is just hilarious they go to what they think is the girl's house um well this the same room and come to find out that's not her but of course Rudy is like I'll be your girlfriend I love you let's be together and they're like no dog we didn't sleep together then he goes to this apartment and just decides that it's a good idea to just be, don't beat around the bush and flash the girl. And then the little girl opens the door. And so my thing is when she went inside and the other girl came back out, I forget her name, and he thought it was her. I don't know why they didn't call the cops then. So I'm like, I don't even, yeah, that was so weird. Anyway. Rudy being a creeper and oh yeah I forgot that part about him when he was with that of uh, the first girl and then he him and Simon were talking and he's like okay go in there wake her up talk to her and you know try to have sex with her because <laughs> they're thinking that that's how you undo the power and Rudy's like well how about I not wake her up and just slip it in and Simon's like uh because that's rape <laughs> Thank you, Simon. Thank you so much for pointing out. 
obvious being the you know the voice of reason in this whole thing for once so I you know that was funny to me anyway um so they eventually find the girl Leah at a party that Simon figured out from the number from the flyer that the number was on and they meet up with her and excuse me sorry had to sneeze um and she ends up reversing it we saw all that and oh yeah we got kelly and seth's story which was very weird they're finally together and he's asking her to go out on a vacation to morocco i've been like hell yeah i don't know what kelly was hesitating for uh, <laughs> so um come to find out homeboy is trying to find the, a power of who can bring the person back from the dead because he's trying to bring his ex-girlfriend back from the dead for some weird reason so that's gonna be interesting because i'm like you started a relationship with kelly while looking for someone with a power to bring someone back from the dead so that's why why are you doing that um so that's not gonna end well and that's how the episode ends is curtis goes to seth and wants him to remove his gender swipping gender switching powers um and they strike a deal you i'll take your powers and i'll give you these powers and i need you to go wake up my girlfriend from the dead and apparently that's what's gonna go down in the next episode so yeah um i enjoyed these episodes for the most part there were some things that was okay but because it had me dying cracking up um for different reasons and rudy was actually making me laugh uh even though he was still inappropriate in other ways um just in all the shenanigans they were doing and it's like i i give up on the <laughs> we don't need cops we don't need security we don't need people actually doing their job let's just have some harmless fun and enjoying this show because that's how it's meant to be enjoyed so not to be taken seriously and yeah what else i think that's it that's all i have for these two um again good lighthearted fun that i enjoyed i know i'm missing something but i'll leave it for you to delve into and maybe might have something to say about things that i missed so on that note until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy that was her shyness with thoughts on the episode so it seems like you enjoyed them for the most part you laughed a lot more than i did but uh we did agree on some few points the first being how the hell you gonna make a man make a promise to you under the circumstances in which i mean you're holding his dick hostage for sex he's gonna say anything to get his dick in there and that you don't know that is on you you can't just give someone a, a super std after that that's fucked up that's fucked up i thought her whole entire behavior like if you want to go do that do that to people in prison like go visit child molesters and be like yeah i'm about to fuck up all your dicks and get their dicks off that's what you need to be doing with your life and not fucking over men because they don't want to call you maybe the sex was shit 
what if that's it i don't really think that's a power she is has any responsibility with um i did not enjoy the shenanigans as much trying to locate her however you're right simon's facial expressions are to die for i mean he's just more like how do i end up being how did i end up being the father of all these children but he wouldn't have it any other way (laughs) he really would not and like i said i like the fact that rudy and simon are rather friendly even if he teases him a bit or doesn't agree with him it's a different dynamic than him and nathan and because he's never going to be that way with curtis considering um you know he really stole his girl but (laughs) she wasn't really his girl in the first place she was always simon's you are doubting the science if curtis can get pregnant that way i actually think it's possible because just think about it one all you need to do is give it up in the cat no i guess you could get it all the way up there it depends on how because you know men he don't know how to clean a woman up so his instinct would be to take that nasty ass cloth and shove it the fuck up there i bet you he did that and what that's artificial they swim they're swimmers all they need is some some liquid to swim in and if you already gushy down there i can put it together is all i'm saying i'm not a a a doctor either so i guess mimi has the final say but i found it to be plausible (laughs) just because he's trife like that agreed also that the the transfer of the body now that was really funny <laughs> they were having the they're like oh he's got a what he's like he's got a prolapse in his anus oh my god that was so disgusting because if you know what a prolapse is just wrong so very wrong i don't know though we we have to remember we're in the united states this is uk they probably have different rules they don't they don't have hipaa like we have hipaa i don't know what they got but it might not be hipaa but I agree though. You just don't be like, I'm her brother. Okay, let me tell you all a bunch of personal information. <laughs> we're gonna pull the plug today. Even though that's not that much personal information, even if you were a friend, I think that that would be okay to be like, yo, so we're pulling the plug today. <laughs> In case the family didn't let you know, we're pulling the plug today. But I get what you mean. There should be some identification if you're saying you're her brother. Like, I've not seen you here before why were you not with your mother they didn't even focus on her whatsoever during this whole i like girl she didn't even care that her mother was gonna be like she's losing a daughter she's like fuck that dumb i want my life and i felt in the end she didn't intend to kill sean but she was desperate she felt cornered you know people do stupid shit when their backs up are against the wall i didn't think she turned evil as much as she just turned down i mean she's been sitting god only knows in a bed you know they kept the room dark and she's had nothing to stare at except a ceiling and watching her life go by whatever person you might have been before that that might drive you a little crazy Uh, especially when you get the unexpected and probably unforeseen ability to be alive to actually taste food to have sex to do whatever and even when she got rejected by dom she still was not trying to give up life (laughs) she wanted to live and um yeah so i I can see why she acted the way i don't think she was evil but she ended up dying in the end and it was kind of sad 
because mainly she just wanted to say a proper goodbye to the person that she loved but the person that she loved really wanted to say goodbye to her in that in the state that she was in because she wasn't going to get better he wanted her not someone else with her your spirit that's just not going to work for him and yes simon is the most mature one of all he very much so is i think that's all the notes i have so i will let us wrap it up with queen mimi what up christina it's mimi um sending in feedback for um misfits season three episodes five and six i believe um i know you're behind on like podcasting but i'm trying to get this in because my whole day yesterday was just a hot mess it's a long story that you know i'm not even in the mood to get into but i didn't watch anything yesterday until super late and i was able to um get in my feedback for um the den earlier today because i watched all that but then the misfits i got bit i'm actually like i'm probably like eight minutes behind driving to work because i was trying to finish watching it and hopefully i make it i'm usually there early because i don't like being late but this is like kind of pushing towards being late this is going to be it depends on how it goes with this ride so i'm definitely driving so i don't want to hear you say anything about that i know it'd be noisy in the background but um i like both of these episodes so the first episode was about kelly just being in the wrong place at the wrong time with some comatose chick that has powers that switched the their powers so kelly was in the body of a comatose patient and the girl was just willing to just let kelly die and take over her body with without any regards to to the fact that her her you know boyfriend i'm assuming it was her boyfriend and not her her husband but he was just gonna have to just deal with this the random body that walked in at the most like in the most opportune time to take over so she was just gonna be all yep this is my body now and the thing that really i that stuck out to me in this episode was the fact that the dude uh didn't even have any kind of like hesitation like it was clear he had sex like he was having like doubts about this like he didn't think he could do it but he sure had sex with kelly's body with no remorse like he she came in with that shirt on that was clearly too damn little because kelly's boobs was spilling all the way out that girl was not like clearly delusional she was looking at herself in the mirror like oh snap i'm wearing my old shirt like girl kelly's boobs do not fit in that tank that little tiny tank top i'm gonna need you to cover her up okay your body and her body clearly are not the same so if you're gonna steal her body i'm gonna need you to get clothes to fit <sighs> that was annoying but then like they started kissing and he didn't even look like he wanted to hesitate about having sex with this girl that the body he don't even know don't know the real person's name and he know that his uh girlfriend is is mine is in the body because she you know convinced him but you know that ain't her body so you're not having sex with the mind you're having sex with this other vagina that does not belong to your girlfriend so she doesn't have the right to give consent about who penetrates it like that was so <laughs> i was like really mad for kelly like how dare you make me have sex with some rando 
like okay that was just ugh. and then um you know i guess the th- the thing that made me like i was laughing so hard at out of at the ridiculousness of it all that i could not even pay attention to what was happening but when they um when alicia used her powers and realized that kelly was comatose and um that girl we saw walking around with kelly was uh not kelly it was this girl that's in a coma it was a body swap side note the fangirling between uh it's like face off and then <laughs> and then Simon was like no face off is not the same because they had surgery to, to mimic each other's faces it's more like friggy friday and then rudy was like yeah i was like wow they are such dorks and alicia was like oh my god who cares it's like boo this is your man like you you gotta know this stuff this your life now (laughs) you gotta know the difference between body swapping and face surgery like you need to know the difference okay these are things that are gonna come up and clearly simon is all about comics and you know movies and television shows and things like that that has to do with supernatural things this is where he gets his um ideas and his knowledge base from so i'm gonna need you to pay attention but when uh seth pretended to be old girl's sister or i'm sorry old girl's brother and then like they were like yeah we're gonna take her off the ventilator and then they like decided they were just gonna take her like steal the body that was the most ridiculous thing i ever seen because come i mean i guess that maybe it's not common knowledge but the tube that goes down the throat is not the important part of a, a ventilator. You need the actual machine. And the machine itself is really big. And if you disconnect the person from the tube, it's not working. It's the same as if you just yanked it out. It's not anything going in her body. And if you're going to disconnect someone from a ventilator, you would have to manually pump oxygen into their body. And they weren't doing either of that. They just said, grab the tube. <laughs> And then they had her catheter just all flipping all over the place. So I was like, oh my God, that's going to get yanked out. Like, this is ridiculous. Do you know how heavy those ICU beds are? <laughs> how many cords and how hard it is to move that thing around? There is no way. But, I mean, I, I, I gave them the benefit of the doubt. I was like, okay, one, this is, this is uh, not in America, so it might be different. I mean, human bodies aren't the, are the same, but, you know, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. And secondly, this is a television show. So, you know, just let it slide. But that was the stupidest shit I've ever I've ever heard. Like, why not figure out a way to knock out Kelly and drag her there so they can swap bodies? Like, I think it would have been easier to get the, the actual person that can move there than to try and steal. That. And then, like, have some of them stay in the room, you know, in protest. Like that could cause a lot of delay like throw your body on her and be like you can't do this to my sister anything to delay it but taking the body that's illogical and really stupid and would not have worked i'm glad it did though i will say poor sean he was literally just minding his own business i was like at this point this shit is just a gag y'all had no reason to make that girl stab sean absolutely no reason why this bitch come there with a knife like i don't understand and out of all the people she said 
she could have stabbed Rudy because he don't want to trick her. Why you stab Sean? He was literally just minding his own business, asking legit questions. Why is there a comatose girl in this room? That's a question I feel like anybody would have, not even just a probation worker, but especially a probation worker. Like, why is this here? This is this is not okay, guys. This is going to require me to do a lot of paperwork. Poor guy. Like, he annoyed the crap out of me, but this is a pretty shitty way for him to die. I feel bad for him. Okay, so the next episode was episode six. And it had a lot of stuff going on. We got to see Rudy being a being a hoe. And I just, for the life of me, cannot understand how he keeps getting girls. Because first of all, now I know that you do not have to be attractive to have game. Because I've seen guys who I think personally are very unattractive. They get mad girls. And they get girls that are very pretty. And they get girls all the time. They even have chicks fighting over them. So looks aren't important. But Rudy don't even got game. He, like, the way, when he be talking to them girls, he sounds stupid and ridiculous. He wouldn't, like, he would have came up to me, and within four minutes, I would have excused myself and told him, do not follow me or I will kill you. Like, literally, don't, don't follow me. Like, not only is he, can he, does he not have game, but he sounds really stupid. Like, dangerously stupid. Like, you would do something that would put my life at risk, stupid. And I just don't understand how he get girls like not only was like did he not even remember their name but he was hopping from one girl to the next at a party and everybody was okay with it seriously what <laughs> how and then like he was so shit-faced that he didn't even know which girl put the curse on him um i feel like he kind of got off light that girl hated him so much she was willing to have his dick fall off and all he had to do was give some apology she claimed was sincere but it could have easily been a lie and she just removed the, the power and gave him his penis back um i i will say i love that my man simon <laughs> had that foresight i don't know what triggered it but it's good to see his power and it and it be working um i will say though i was utterly shocked that they were allowed to say the word cock in this show because that is definitely not a word you could say in American television unless the show is rated R and I've never seen a television show no matter what time it came on say the word cock so I'm assuming that the the rules of television in Britain are a lot different from America I mean we knew that because they they even had them pretend to give each other like the, the mimic blowjobs and stuff like that and then like the last episode or previous episode when Rudy was getting uh getting jacked off by the dad counselor I didn't talk about that because that was just ridiculously stupid and unnecessary and when he said side note about episode five when Rudy told that lady <laughs> the counselor that you cry old I was dying like what kind of rude ass he just want her to start crying and you cry all the time like so he basically like bitch you old and you always crying and the crying makes you look older like who says stuff like that he is such an asshole that's why I didn't <laughs> I did not bring that up but that was stupid I wish they'd left that out of the episode um so back to episode six um with rudy he's just yeah um he did deserve that curse i just like the team up for simon um helping him out 
Simon's very, very sweet, and he's determined to um, be a hero, no matter what, even if it's something for someone that kind of doesn't deserve it. I'm, I mean, I guess it's glad I'm glad his penis didn't fall off, because that would have been a pretty depressing uh, next episodes and stuff like that for the rest of the rest of this show that he's on it we would have to hear about the fact that he ain't got no penis and you know he would bring it up all the time so it's probably good for us that that his penis is fine but she let him off really easy i would have made him earn it back i would have healed a little bit at a time you gotta prove yourself anyway so the main um what the fuck just happened of this episode was curtis getting himself pregnant like what the hell like first of all him going into like that storage unit and like fingering himself is what i'm assuming he would do and i guess he was jacking himself off as the boy like you at community service sir passing the time you ain't got nothing better to do ain't y'all supposed to be like cleaning up picking up trash and painting walls and whatnot what you talking about passing time he make me sick. I feel like they just needed something for him to do. I wish, honestly, that he would have gotten impregnated by a, a dude because I would have loved to hear that story. That would have been great. Um, but um, in the end, like, we see that he goes to Seth to take the power. But my question is, is that, okay, so they take away the baby or they take away your power and you're you're no longer a a girl but what happens to the baby that was in your body like yes you don't have a uterus anymore but so is, does that mean that that power is going to go to someone else and they're going to just be pregnant like i i'm confused on how he thinks getting rid of the power was the easier thing um and then we find out that he has the power that he stole from that guy that was in the trunk or I should say the boot of the car, he has the power to bring people back from the dead. And that was kind of what I was thinking when he was searching for this power. And I was curious to see if someone had that power. But I just know that this isn't going to go well. Having the ability to bring people back from the dead never goes the way people want it to. So it's probably going to be awful. And I feel like if we could bring people back from the dead and they could remember that they were dead and what happened, that would be pretty traumatic. Just being dead. Like, I know people in a coma have traumatic experiences. Uh, like, people that, just from my, from what I know of people that were, like, um, came into the emergency room and they went into cardiac arrest and they died for a little bit. And then they woke up intubated, you know, several days later or, you know, maybe even a week later. They come out pretty with some traumatic experiences. They, it, It's almost like they respond to it almost like post-traumatic distress disorder. So I would assume someone dying and then being brought back to life would cause a lot of mental anguish. So I'm actually looking forward to this next episode. I think it'll be interesting, but I just... I just feel like there was a lot of options for Curtis to do for him to just get rid of the power. And it makes sense that his body would make him stay a girl because it seems as though him, like his body was switching because he was pregnant and it was probably like, you know, the, the, his body's way of maintaining the pregnancy. Like if you, if you're switching from a girl to a boy, girls have, um, you know, 
estrogen and uh what is the other one there's like three hormones that the 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 girl women body women's bodies make when they're pregnant and estrogen is like increased by a lot oh i can't even think of the word they're like right on the tip of my tongue it's gonna bother me but i i'm driving and i don't want to think too hard but if you if you switch and you become a boy that estrogen would start leaving and it would be replaced with testosterone so your body would not hold on to that pregnancy so it makes sense that his body wants to switch to be a girl and stay a girl because that's the only way to maintain the pregnancy in his you know for his body um but i guess if you know if he does turn into a boy and stays a boy the pregnancy is gone but i do feel like whoever takes that power to turn into a girl would be pregnant because it, it it would be in the power. And would they be pregnant with Curtis's baby? Or would they be pregnant with their own baby? I don't know. We'll probably never find out. But that's just my theory. So I think that's all I had. Um, oh, really quickly. I do just want to talk about Alicia. I like how she was just like, just there for people. It just, it shows her growth. Because season one, Alicia didn't give shit about nobody but herself. So she's very... Um, she's very caring now and she notices when people are upset and she does try to help or she at least offers her you know advice or offers her opinion and you know says things to them you know caring and lovingly and and I like that about her it was really it's really sweet to see her this way um I hope uh, <laughs> I hope uh Kelly and uh Seth stay together because I, I don't know I, I don't think I've ever noticed before but Seth is actually very cute um I wouldn't mind if he joined the game just gonna put that out there so uh, until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch Mimi out that was queen Mimi with her thoughts on the episode and you're absolutely right I didn't touch too much on Alicia in this episode and her own growth but you're completely valid she does uh you know check on people she checks on curtis even when he was upset earlier in the season like about the track thing you know she is a friend right she now knows how to be a friend to someone and i think her power just helps with that it gives her even more insight she can literally see in other people's shoes and it was used to affect in this episode and if we hadn't had it we wouldn't have known what's going on so it is rare i know i mentioned rudy a lot and simon a lot and curtis had his big part but alicia had hers too because she was able to use her power and it was able to be effective in a way uh that no one else would have been able to solve the the quandary if it wasn't for her having this particular power but yeah i like that she's friends with curtis she's even to an extent friends with rudy you know she listens to what he has to say she asks questions and she calls him a prick but i also love that she's always loving up on simon like she is like glue on that man and <laughs> like when they were all just talking and then they were just holding their hands that was just so shipper beautiful to me because she's been doing it a lot she um she was on him when rudy and then we're talking and having a conversation so yeah you're completely right her growth is definitely there for all of us to see and as far as what could possibly go down with uh 
Curtis's power. I never even gave it two thoughts, but that adds a whole other layer to what I already, you know, was putting out there about Curtis and this new power that he's acquired. You know, it, it's it's almost like it's not that I'm unempathetic to his situation. He's a man, and now he's going to be stuck as a woman until he gives birth but my guess is that he would go back to being a man he'll be able to gender swap again and as you stated he stayed a woman because that's what his body needed to accommodate the pregnancy i knew it was estrogen too and i couldn't remember the next one uh it's prostestrone and the other one i always remember because hcg because they were like they got hcg up in your um pee they got hgc in your pee you're pregnant ACG HCG yes that's the pregnancy hormone whatever anyhow that's what uh, I googled them for you because I did not know them off that either other than the H one but um, now that I'm done mumbling about that I just I felt a certain disappointment I think that's all I can wrap it up is and I felt a disappointment that he created a situation being reckless um and instead of dealing with the consequences of said actions he just completely didn't deal with it very much like the way his girl went to jail and he just didn't deal with it he didn't call he didn't write he didn't go visit her i mean that's his that's his go-to and um i think that ultimately is why i don't feel like he grew as much as any of the other characters on this show and there's another character that doesn't as well but we won't talk about them yet because it's not season four or five but um what else did i put down because i put something else down in my notes and that mostly was listening a lot of the stuff we already covered uh you talking about the tube yes that whole scene was just ridiculous i think the guy just wanted it like the writer the person did the story they just wanted this to happen i mean them getting in that tiny ass car and rudy's on top of his lap i mean it's so ridiculous it's not meant to be taken any bit seriously and that's kind of how my mind was it i'm like this is not meant to be serious but i will say the part about kelly like you're absolutely right how jen used her body but i will say i read that scene completely differently i saw him completely hesitant uh about doing like she kept kissing him he really wasn't passionately kissing her back because she's a stranger and then like he had he was looking at her boobs but he was kind of looking like okay that's new (laughs) you're right you're still a man you're gonna look at boobs and think that's cool but she had to put his hands on her titties you know she had she kept pushing him into it and there's only so much of your brain that's gonna work before your other brain starts to take over and i think while he was you know when he woke up he wasn't all regretting it but the next day when he got up you know post-coital yeah but the next day is when he realized no that was wrong so i i think that she was more more she was more culpable than he was like i i think that he was kind of i mean he was emotionally fragile too that's a lot to put on someone i don't know i saw her more as the villain in that situation than i saw him um i think that's it that's all the notes i have so yeah i feel really bad that this is so damn late 
because you were trying to get it on time and i hope you were on time at work that day because here i am i i already told y'all though it's been a rough rough one (laughs) pretty damn rough but it will get better hopefully next is gonna be ozark then westworld and then we will begin the week again with a a very jam-packed episode of the den and then we should be back on track if you want to send feedback blackrocouch.gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until next time peace hair grease black or magic <laughs>